welcome to Growing Belleville Through Community Chats, a podcast presented by the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce to help highlight, promote, and enlighten people, businesses, and community events in the Greater Belleville area. Here are your hosts, Stephen Sedlak and Eric Huber. All right. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Growing Belleville through Community Chats presented by the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce. I am well, co-host Stephen, how are Stephen you? along with Eric Huber. Good morning, Eric. How are you? <laughs> Good. It's the world we live in going now, after man. some technical difficulties, but neither here nor there. That's, that's right. Uh, we have two guests for us this morning. We have Carrie Frick with Oktoberfest, and we have Wendy File with the Chili Cook-Off. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Good morning. Good. Well, if you guys don't mind, why don't you just hop in, tell everybody uh, a little bit about yourselves for those that don't know anything. Sure. I guess I'll start. So I'm Wendy File. I am actually the president and CEO of the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce. So thank you guys for joining us on these uh, chats every week. Um, but I also am in charge of the annual chili cook-off downtown Belleville. Um, it's uh, one of our premier events downtown, um, and we look forward to hosting it each year and uh, you know bringing the community together um, to have a little fun. Uh, good morning, everyone. I'm Carrie Frick. I am the business manager for Metro Lock and Security, and I also am the chairman of the Belleville Oktoberfest for the last 18 years. So we are celebrating 40 years this year, and we're very excited to see everyone downtown Belleville. Now, we're, we're doing 40 years this year. Last year was supposed to be the 40th, correct? So we just moved it over to this year? Correct. Okay. Now, what... Uh, with that being said, you know, uh, the planning that you took from last year and now I had to move it this year, what what were some of the challenges, I guess, that both of you faced when it came to having to cancel that and forward everything to this year? Um, I think one of the main challenges last year was just when we were going to cancel it and, you know, what what time was to cancel it. And Carrie and I spent a lot of time on the phones together. I was like, are you going to cancel? Am I going to cancel? Who's going to cancel first? So. Um, last year we came up with a plan that if we were going to cancel, we were going to do it together. Um, and so I think we waited till the end of July or middle of July and then finally made that decision. And I called Carrie and said, you know, there's just no way we're going to have it. Um, I mean, I can make the decision, the announcement first. And if you want to follow, that's fine. And so that's what we did. We made sure the announcement was made on the same day, kind of as a united front, um, to show that it wasn't one organization canceling and the other one was going forward, but that we, you know, spent a lot of time and, and angst over this decision that we had to make and then let the community know what was going to happen. Um, and then for us, I mean, we kind of waited this year until the very last minute to decide to have it, not knowing uh, where the numbers were and restrictions were for the state. Uh, as you know, at the beginning of the year, restrictions, there we weren't going to have it. And then we kind of opened up for a little bit. And then, you know, we're kind of in this uncertain time right now where we're planning for and everybody says, go ahead. But, you know, we just... We're still waiting, I think, day by day to make sure it's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. We've been definitely dragging our feet a little bit this year, just hoping for the best. And, I mean, I guess, honestly, up to the day of, it could still be canceled, but fingers crossed. I mean, everybody's put a lot of hard work and effort into this the last two years, really. And uh, we're just 
hoping that we can make it work. Now, this this will be the first large downtown event, right? These will be because there hasn't October been. Fest will be the first right, one. And, you're kind of the kickoff for everything because there's yeah. a whole slew of them scheduled for later in the fall, which fingers crossed they all go through. You know, I, me and Eric have had these talks in the past, and Wendy, we've had these as well too, that, you know, people are ready to get back. People are excited to um, to get out to these events because they missed out on them last year. Have you guys seen a, a, a good um, – outpour i guess from the from the community with excitement and eagerness to get them back we have um our numbers on i mean we do most of our you know advertising on social media our numbers are up um every i think everybody's excited I mean, we had a um a walk a couple weeks ago to raise a little extra money and everybody was super excited about it talking about it got a lot of good entertainment local entertainment this year um so i think that if all goes well, it could be a really great festival. And we've seen the same thing. You know, people are sending in messages, you know, are you having it? We were disappointed it didn't happen last year. You know, is it going to go through? Um, our vendors have been very patient with us, you know, and, and they want to get in. And um, we have a waiting list right now for vendors to get on. Um, but the community in general, you know, they were really upset last year when we had to cancel it. And not at us. I mean, I think, you know, sometimes it's, it was – it seemed like it was geared toward us, but I mean, they were just frustrated and all and everything that was going on. And this year they're like, oh my gosh, we're so glad it's back. We can't wait till it gets here. So um, I think actually my fear is that the streets are going to be so full. We just don't know what to do with yeah. all people. And that could be a problem. It used to be a good problem. <laughs> I still think it'd be a good problem, but there's again, different things for different yeah. times of years. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I, I want to get back to that. I think, you know, they're saying that you're having a waiting list for vendors now. For one, I think that's an awesome aspect. Uh, but secondly, you know, I, I, you know, I'm one when I go to a conference myself, I'm not the first one to sign up or the first one to become a, you know, get a booth. I always kind of hold out. And there's one uh, that I was going to do this year. And I, I waited. It's in September. I waited till July, early July to to book the, the uh, exhibition hall aspect. And I was too late. Again, you know, they had said that they, people were jumping us. So I think that just goes back to the fact that people are ready and they're eager to you know, get back into what they missed out on on the last year. I agree. So do I. Mm -hmm. And people have waited a little bit just because they, of the uncertainty of everything. So the last few weeks have definitely been busy Gary, with vendors were, coming in. When you guys were making that decision, obviously, would, were you reaching out to – even the local, you know, the downtown Belleville businesses, the business owners, were you, was it just a, you know, chamber type of decision internally? Who was all involved in those decisions of last year, you know, kind of canceling and looking at it this year? You answer this. <laughs> he just keeps me posted. <laughs> um, I will say, Eric, that, yes, Carrie probably relied on me a little bit more. Um Last year when we decided to cancel it, I mean, we really didn't have a decision. There, there was no option at that point in time. I mean, the restrictions were you, you can't gather more than 100 people. So, I mean, that was that was just it. We waited as long as possible. Um, but this year going forward, I have been in contact with, you know, Representative Jay Hoffman. I've been in contact with uh, Chairman Mark Kern. I've been in contact with the St. Clair County Health Department. I've been in contact with a representative that we have in contact at the governor's office, um, and they've reached out to IDPH. So I probably call them, I would say, once every other week at the least, sometimes, you know, weekly. And 
um, check with all of them to make sure that they're they're all on the same page and they're all giving me the same information. Um, and we're fortunate to have that type of relationship. And then what I've done is to take that information linker and I talk about it. Okay, they're telling us to move forward. You know, they, they're saying keep going. They're saying, you know, don't worry about it. If there's anything coming down, it's not affecting outside events. And But it's still worrisome to us. And, I mean, no matter how much they assure me that it's going to go through, that there's a little part of me is like, oh, I just don't know. You know, I still, you know, we're just holding out and hoping that it's going to go through. And, um, you know, I got messages over the weekend that, and, you know, social media can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. And there's stuff around social media saying that, you know, after Labor Day weekend that things are going to get shut down. And so it makes me nervous. So then, you know, I start reaching out and, you know, I'll keep Carrie up to date as much as I can. And so that's kind of the process that we've gone through. Is <laughs> I only Carrie have to call one person. She <laughs> has to call you can't let me bug everybody, and, you know, I use the relationships that we well, have here. I would to say, too, I, and, and I, I asked kind of a follow-up. You mentioned it. You know, a lot of, and I don't want to turn this political or whatnot, but obviously have the, you know, Pritzker making the decisions kind of is head of the media, everyone looking at him. What's your relationship, or how's it been with kind of our local representation? You said you've been in contact with them and decisions. I mean, have they been helpful? How have they been with it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll say that they've been great through the entire thing, not only about, you know, Chili Cook-Off for Oktoberfest, but just in this entire uh, situation. I mean, none of us have ever been in this situation before. Um, and the the context I have with Representative Hoffman and Chairman Kern and the St. Clair County Health Department, you know, when Barb Holt was there and now Myla is there, um, they have been very responsive to answer any questions that we have or to make sure if there's any changes that we need to be aware of, to make sure there's changes aware of. Um, you know, I, I can't, actually I can't thank them enough, and it's not a, this is, it's not a political statement. I'm not, you know, throwing one side or the other. But as far as relationships, those relationships are invaluable if you have them, um, because they are the ones that are able to get you the answers that you need to have in order to make informed decisions. And um, even, you know, Stephen's on our board, but even taking that information to our board has been valuable because it's not like we're just gathering information from the air. We actually have a source that can say, hey, we've talked to, you know, Representative Hoffman or Chairman Kern, and this is what they're telling us. And so this is why I'm saying that we can do this or that. Or that. So. Now, we talked a little before, you know, we hopped on here about, you know, with the COVID and everything that's going on, what you guys have in place. So for the people that might, you know, or that are interested in that and kind of maybe, I don't say on the fence, but curious about coming and how you guys are going to handle that, what are kind of some of the precautions you guys have, have set up? Um, a couple of things we put in place. We have extra hand washing stations. We have put in some hand sanitizing stations. Um, we're going to try to space the vendors out as much as we possibly can. You know, just uh, try to take as many precautions as we possibly can. Yeah. And we're doing the same things and working with the health department. Um, all of our vendors go through a vendor training with the health department to make sure that they're in compliance with everything or anything new that's coming out. And we'll give them up-to-date information as it comes along. And so, you know, being as cautious as we can as well. So that's that's the plan. Well, I, 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 again, I think that's what people are looking for. You know, they're looking to kind of see. But I think it's important to, to have these, you know, back in the downtown area to bring people back down there more. You know, there's still people down there coming now. But it's such a big part of not just Bevel, but the downtown Bevel area. And, you know, everybody that grew up here always has the memories of being a kid and going to Oktoberfest, going to, to Chili Cook-Off, you know, all the events. So I, I'm looking forward to it myself. I, I know some other people are as well. 
Um, and hopefully we have a good turnout and we can have uh, things as normal as possible and get it that way. Do you guys um, have anything that's, you know, I don't know, that, that people might not know about it for this year or anything special at all? Uh, we still have our 5K run that goes on. That's one thing that we were able to carry through last year that still happened. Um, so we do that on the Saturday morning at Chili Cook-Off, and that's continued to grow every year. Um, and it's just a fun way to start the morning. Um, and then Scott Air Force Base, uh, the band is coming out again this year, and that's always a big draw. And, you know, if you've been in the Chili Cook-Off in 2019 and 2018, they got rained out both years. So we're praying for good weather that they don't get rained out. But that's always one of the bigger draws is to come out and see them. And our military is important, so um, especially right now. Um, so we're we're great that we can partner with them on that. We have a lot of events this year. We have our annual car show. We have our cornhole tournament. We have a free children's area all day on Saturday. Um, Dixie Express, I'm sure everybody knows who Dixie Express is. They've been around forever. They're going to be headlining on Friday night. Um, and one other main thing I would like to mention is there's three main organizations that plan this event. It's not a city event. I mean, we, it's held in the city, obviously. But um, the Bevel Shrine Club, which is, you know, for Shriners Hospital, the Bevel Exchange Club, and the Bevel Sister Cities, um, those are the three organizations that put this on. And that money goes back to them which then in turn goes back to the community. So it's important for people to know that as well. Yeah, and to piggyback off that with what Carrie's saying, a lot of our vendors that are in Chile Cook-Off are raising funds for local organizations as well. And so every year we survey those vendors to see how much funds they raise and we're able to give back to the community. And every year it's about $100,000 or more. So you can imagine the impact that it had last year on those organizations and what we're hoping to give back this year to the organization. So both of the both of the festivals, you know, totally give back to the community. It's not that this is, it's a fundraiser for both of us. Don't get us wrong, yeah. but it's not about us. It's about giving back to the community. Absolutely. No, I, I agree. I think it's important for people to know that it's more than just an aspect of people to gather and, you know, throw back some beers and eat some chili or mm -hmm. listen to music or whatever, which is a, you know, awesome time. But the fact that it is giving back to more ways in the community is something that uh, just benefits everybody more. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'd have to agree. And not only that, I'm sure, you know, with everything that happened last year, a lot of the downtown restaurants and everything, I mean, that was probably a huge hit. Not having a lot of those big weekends with hundreds of people downtown roaming the streets. And then obviously it's a, it's a lunch here or a dinner there or after dinner drinks there. So, I mean, it, it it's money going back to all those restaurants that probably had took a, took a pretty big hit last year with having to close down or no indoor dining. So, you know, hopefully for everyone, yeah, I mean, everyone can get down there, support everybody, stop in a local restaurant and get something to eat or drink, too. Yeah, and last year we did, since we didn't have chili cook-off last year, we actually did a remote chili cook-off and invited all the restaurants in the area to participate. So they all made chili, brought it in, and we still judged it. And then we put out, like, a walking chili map last year uh, to encourage residents to go get chili at those local restaurants for that particular reason, for that very reason, Eric, is that they weren't able to capture some of the crowds um, that would normally happen on the weekend. And most of them had a great turnout that weekend because we pushed them. They still wanted their chili, right? Because, like, it's a favorite thing to have chili. So mm -hmm. they were still mm -hmm. able to go get their chili in the restaurants and support the restaurants at the same time. And we were able to get back to the community in, in a way that, you know, that we could with the restrictions that were on us. 
And Oktoberfest partners with a bunch of different vendors down or restaurants downtown Belleville. We do did some, like I said, we had a fundraiser a couple weeks ago, and I know they are all super excited about it. I did that chili cook-off walk or whatever last week or last year, Wendy. I, I yeah. think I ate. I think I ate more chili last year than I do <laughs> at the chili cook-off. Normally, just because I wanted to hit them all, just to support them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know if my wife was too happy about that that weekend, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it was still good. It was still good. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I think invention is was necessary last year, yeah, and like absolutely. Gary and I talked about, you know, how we could do it. And that was just you know one way we could do it. So. So with both of these events, music is a big, big portion of it. You know, what are you guys going to have on deck? I know you guys have it all out there, but for maybe some of the people that don't know or haven't seen, you know, I know Carrie, you said Dixie Express is playing. What else are you guys going to have band-wise that's, that, that's we coming? We have three stages. Um, we have one on West Main under our German tent that has German music pretty much um, all night, Friday night, all day Saturday. Uh, we have the main stage, which we have a group coming from Nashville on Saturday. Um, Platinum Rock Legends is going to be playing on Saturday night. They're always a lot of fun. Um, we have the Salinatics down on West Main in front of Benny's on Friday night, and or I'm sorry, on Saturday night. And then um, we have um, Melodic Rhythms, the music school, on Friday uh, at the stage in front of Benny's, they bring all the students out and we let them perform. And that's a lot of fun. Parents and students love to come and, and watch everybody. Yeah. And we have just, we just do the main straight stage because um, we have just way too many food vendors to get any other stage in there. Um, so Friday, our Friday afternoon entertainment um, has not, we're still working on that yet. And again, like I said, we're kind of behind, not behind the eight ball planning, but a little bit behind eight ball planning, not knowing if we could go through or not. Um, Friday night is going to be top of the world. Um, is, is a band called Top of the World. Saturday night is Social Remedy. And I said Saturday afternoon is going to be the Scott Air Force Base Band. Um, and that art, you know, they, that takes up the majority of the time. And then in the morning, we have a lot of other stuff going on as far as like chili announcements and chili judging and stuff like that. So people come out to see that and make those announcements as well. So, um, that, that, on that note, I guess, um, <laughs> You you have uh, some bands coming from out of town, right, Carrie? You said you got one coming from from Nashville. Yeah, but he's originally from Belleville. Okay, um, okay. So it's Brett Cherokee. He's originally from Belleville, and he is just released an album in Nashville. He's bringing a few of his friends. They're just going to do some acoustic stuff on set. Um, I think if, if I'm if don't quote me on this, but I'm almost positive that every one of our bands has local ties. Um, okay. Except maybe one, and we had already booked them and paid for them last year. So that money was already spent. So they're coming back on Saturday night. But okay. there's local ties from everyone. We tried to really, I mean, the last few years, I know we've done some national acts. We started doing that about four or five years ago. Um, but this year, it wasn't in the budget. We couldn't do it just because of touring. And yeah. we really wanted to give back to the local, you know, artists who have been struggling the last two years or 18 months as well. Sure. Well, on that note, do you see, you know, I was trying to get at, do you see, you know, this drawing people beside, you know, outside of the Belleville area, you know, do you see not just bands, but I'm just talking about, you know, people in general coming to these events. We, I know we have people coming from Southern Illinois. Um, We have somebody coming from Wisconsin for a band that they follow. They've called us asking us for hotel information. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but they're coming from everywhere. 
Yeah, and we have same thing. People it draws from everywhere. It's such a long-standing history event. Um, I know we have one family that comes in every year from California. They're originally from Belleville, and they fly in every year just for the chili cook-off. And they had actually booked their tickets for last year, and you know we had to tell them that they couldn't fly, so uh, or couldn't come because we weren't having it. But they did rebook for this year, so they're coming in to see family. And it, I mean, it draws from you know Missouri, you know Southern Illinois, our area here. Uh, all the way over towards Indiana, Central Illinois. So people come from all over for these events. It's not, you know, I think we've done a good job of branding these events and letting people know that these are quality events to come to um, and and just come and enjoy. Well, you've been with Carrie. This is your 40th year, and Wendy, the chili's over 35. What's the actual? Well, it was supposed to be 37 <laughs> last year, so, yeah, do we carry 37 across? <laughs> <laughs> so 37 with an asterisk yes technically the 40th actual event actual event <laughs> right yeah. well i mean it, it, for anything to last that long you're doing something right uh you know that's drawing people that's sustaining it so i think kudos to both of you for all the hard work that you guys put into it and help put it on um i know it's not easy i know the last two years haven't been easy so again if you're going for that long then you're doing something right yeah, and it's not just, you know, Carrie and I. I mean, there's a lot of volunteers and people behind the scenes that you don't see um, that help put the event on. Sponsors that yeah. donate money yeah, and time. Sponsors, volunteers. I mean, Carrie and I, like, you really wouldn't want us to multiply ourselves by 100. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, we not only do we have to run around and organize it, but, I mean, there's, there's stands to staff. There's, you know, cups to deliver. There's vendors to make sure they're in place. There's all that stuff. And... Uh, we, I really want to thank our volunteers because we can't do it without them. And for them to come down and volunteer, whether it's three hours, four hours, an entire day or the entire Entire weekend, weekend. um, you know, they're there. And I know I can speak for Carol when I say this, a lot of it is our family. Like our family stands behind us 100% on these events. Um, it comes down and works the entire weekend and it's great for them to see the volunteer spirit that's in Belleville. And, um, my, I have a 15 year old. And he started volunteering a couple of years ago, and like he gets so excited because he's down here Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know. And he actually he is not a morning person, but he gets up every morning at five thirty, and he's ready to go and be downtown, and he stays at the very end, and he does whatever he needs to do. And I think to see that generational, the effect that it has on the generations, is something that will continue to carry these events forward. Yes, for sure. Have you guys seen, you know, with the sponsors that you're talking about and the volunteers and all that stuff, have you guys seen, and I'm just curious, have you seen more of a uh, people willingness to maybe step up that haven't in the past or just maybe a little bit more per se? We do have some different vendors this year. Um, I do think uh, people were just waiting. Like we've been waiting to plan. Yeah. People were waiting to spend money, waiting to see what happened. Um I mean, we're probably at the same as we were in 2019, which is great. Um, and like I said, there's different, some that had different circumstances from last year that couldn't participate this year, which is totally, we totally understand. So, I mean, I think we're probably about the same. I just think that people waited just mm-hmm. like we did to see what was going to happen, what was going to transpire. Um, so a lot of ours have just come in within the last, like, four weeks. Yeah, I think... Um, the volunteers we're seeing, we've had people start calling us, you know, weeks in advance. And I think you guys know how important it is to get on that volunteer sheet. It's like, I, I wish I could put that out for bid every year and just take the high square <laughs> because people, I think, would pay for those spots. But um, so the volunteers are there. I think for us, though, we've seen some of the sponsorship dollars hold out a little bit, just yeah. not knowing where that they're at. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, we don't want to put anybody in a bind. And, 
know, we know we're going to put the festival on what we have, and, and that's great. Um, the vendors, like Carrie said, you know, some of them waited till the very end. Some of them came in at the very beginning, and we work with them and let them know, like, you know, hey, we're just going to hold off and collect the payment right now, but we want to make sure that you guys are in. Um, and, yeah, the last couple of weeks is, has, like, Pandora's box open. And we're yeah. like, oh, my gosh, are you guys ready for volunteers? Are you taking more vendors? You know, what can we do for you? So, um, yeah, it's kind of been a – it's been a mostly a reactive planning this year instead of a proactive planning. Uh, but, I mean, we at least have – the guidelines and how we normally do it to be able to put everything in place pretty quickly. We've both been doing this pretty long, but it kind of just falls into place. Correct. Not that I want to do it in my sleep, but yeah. <laughs> and I say I'm going to retire every year. And yeah. Well, that was going to be my next question because I know you do say that. So is I do. You, I say that every year. And actually, I got asked again last night, and my husband looked at me like, yes, it's going to be your last year. But, uh, <laughs> ask me in three weeks. <laughs> so it's a T TBD at this point, right? Yeah. To be determined. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, we, we'd like to respect your guys' time here, and we're coming up on close to 30 minutes or so. If you guys don't mind, throw out the dates again just for uh, everybody that might not know them or have them offhand of, of when the events are. We are Friday and Saturday, September 17th and 18th, and we are 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. both days. And we are October 8th and 9th, Friday and Saturday, from 11 to 10.30 p.m. both days. And like I said, then we have the 5K run on Saturday morning, which starts at 9 a.m., so... You can get up and run and then eat all the chili you want to and not feel guilty about it. <laughs> Wonderful. We are so looking forward to it. I know a lot of people are as well, too. Is there anything else you guys would like to uh, uh, put out there before we, we call it a wrap here? I just think I want to remind everybody to be patient with us this year. Um, you know, we're dealing with circumstances that we've never had to deal with. So if there's changes in the festival that, you know, we have to make, um, it's not because we don't want anybody to have a good time, but we want everybody to be safe. Um, and we ask everybody to re be respectful, um, not only of us, but of our volunteers and the vendors and even uh, the Bevel City workers, police and fire. They, they help us put these events on, and sometimes they don't get the acknowledgement that they should. Mm -hmm. um, but we can't do it without the city's partnership. No, absolutely not. All right. Well, again, we appreciate you guys' times. For everybody that's uh, looking for more information, you guys have your Facebook pages for everything, correct? Absolutely, Correct. yep, and okay. websites. Yep. And websites, and, and can reach out to that. So anyway, we want to thank you guys again, uh, and everybody uh, that's listening, head on down to Oktoberfest and the Chili Cook-Off. See you guys. All righty, guys, so thank much. you. Have a great day. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Growing Belleville Through Community Chats podcast. Please remember to follow and subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends and community leaders. For additional information from this podcast, please reach out to the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce.